We need a little um, headphone mics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we can dance while we yeah. <laughs> And a one, and a two. And a... So how did you get into this? Rolling? Oh, we're rolling. Alright. Hello. Welcome to um, How Not To Be An Asshole. Season 2. <laughs> that was some good material there. It was crazy. Uh, so that's something you can't talk about. He's actually up to something. We don't know what it is. <laughs> Just like a bore, our listeners for a little while and then we come in and do stuff. Don't feel a bit more serious. Why are you going to contradict me for? <laughs> I love this face so much. It's pretty good. Oh, shit. Hello and welcome to How Not To Be An Asshole, episode 2 of season 2 or episode 39 of... Yeah. If you're trying <laughs> to... Dan is confused as shit of us by continuing to use no, the same numbers. I'm going to make playlists. Are you going to change it now? In season 2. Yeah. If you're trying to download this, it would be... E O two no S O two E O two but yeah there won't be a ton of it. Today's a special episode. We're recording live from the Halatel Brewery. It's pretty exciting, eh? It is. We convoyed out here, and convoying always gets me excited. It feels like you have a mission. Yeah, you're like yeah, feel purposeful and going to drink some beer. I'm. I get pretty excited about beer. You do. You have no idea how happy you've made it. Just learned how it was how it was made actually, which is interesting. I've been drinking it for a long time. Yeah, thirty years of drinking beer, and now you know how it's done. I actually was having beers when I was about six. The stuff we ate was real tasty. Do you want to get a handful of that? Handful. Yeah. yeah, we ate some beer grains. It's like health food. Premier you have to keep an eye on Daniel, sneak out there and start fucking. There's some kind of parasite. Well, the spin grain we actually make into crackers you can eat. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. Dave will bring some with the cheese. I'm pretty sure he will, eh? Oh, <laughs> a special guest. Um, so, with that, we should say thanks to our sponsors, Halatau. Obviously, we're here. Um, What's the other ones? It's not contact, it's um, fuck, I keep the yeah, name. Contact's the energy company. Yeah, what is, what is it? Control. Control, Control radio. Is RDU still doing it? Uh, they're going to do it with the one I sent yesterday. Okay, cool. RDU. Next week. RDU. Um, I feel like there's someone else that we forgot yes, last time. Oh, big uh, daily blog. Daily blog also. Look at that. Alright. Um, Sorry, you guys are vegan, aren't you? But it's alright. Damn. Those crackers are. Those are the crackers we're discussing. Oh, really? Nice. That noise is um, Dave coming in with a whole lot of cheese and crackers. Yeah, Dave just brought some cheese. Dave, yeah, he's going to join us. He promised cheese and he delivered yeah. plenty of cheese. There's a lot of cheese and those crackers. And the nuts. The aforementioned crackers. Um, while we're discussing sponsors, we also need to say that uh, our podcast no longer has a an association with Cheese on Toast because of allegations against... Andrew Tibble, bit of a downer to bring up, but needs to be said. Um, yeah, we're not condemning anyone, but we are doing what we think is right by by what? Cutting by, by cutting. Yeah, yeah. Cutting just, ties. Well, in, you know. We're doing what we feel is the right thing to do. So. Yeah. That's that. Cool. Um, Oh, we didn't, yeah, so we're at Halatau Brewery, we're sitting here with Steve, the, do you call yourself founder, or? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> owner? Kingpin? Founder, owner. Brewer? Big, big cheese. Yeah. Big cheese. <laughs> He's a boss of oh, beer. Captain of beer is my title. I beer captain. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that works, but yeah. <laughs> we're here with the beer captain, Steve, of Halatau. We also... Well, I was going to say we brought the Dippies with us, but... but the, the Dippies brought me. Yeah, the Dippies brought Dominic. 
they're so, um, just Owen and Erin Dippy, former guests. Yeah. Um, and I've also got power couple. I also <laughs> got my friend Marlene from Budapest here. Hi, Marlene. Hi. How do you say hello in Hungarian? See ya. See ya. Do you know when they um, finish a phone conversation, they say pussy pussy, and it means kisses? Really? Mm. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Start using that. Yeah. You might um, shock some people at first, perhaps. I think you used to eventually. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, well, thanks, thanks for having us, and thanks for sponsoring us too. Mm. Um, you were our first sponsor. Nice. And it saved us from having to spend money on beer and made us seem professional. People were like so impressed too when they find out I have a beer sponsor. They're like, wow. Well, especially when it's Halatau because it's, you know, some highfalutin beer. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Halatau is really into supporting the arts. Yeah. In, in every form. Yeah, that's no, awesome. It's oh. cool. Especially burlesque. <laughs> My favourite. Because it used to be Heineken that supported the arts and tastes like shit, and then you did. It was Heineken, and I was yeah. like, I don't know if I can drink this. And it was Tiger, Tiger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tiger. Yeah. Where is the arts? And it's even worse than Heineken. Every exhibition, kind of eh? Really. <laughs> Could be worse, I think. What's, what's that horrible shit that was trying to make a move on like sponsorships at um, tequila flavoured beer? Oh, what was that? Desperado? Desperado. Oh, that shit that Christina oh, had. Oh, that was just nasty, eh? Yeah, I mean, mad Desperado to drink that shit. It's horrible. The first time I was. In buckets too. In buckets? Yeah, I think so. Oh, when you finish it, you can use the bucket to vomit it. You can heal. Yeah. So did you start off home brewer? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just a home brewer that really got a bit carried away. Yeah. So I've been home brewing since I was 18. In dingy flat in Frederick Street in Dunedin. So from necessity? Yeah, that was you know back in the day it was like because you you know you're a tight ass student. Yeah. You just want to get as drunk as you can for the least amount of money. <laughs> um, students always drink in moderation, obviously. Um, <laughs> Especially at the need, isn't it? You've got to do something to survive the cold. But then you start getting into it and you actually start spending more money than you would a normal be. So dumping all your own brewing equipment. And yeah. you're starting to really enjoy it. And at what point did it sort of, I guess, become mm-hmm. a career? Well, I actually studied science at Otago. I was a geologist for about 10 years. Really? I was never really very good at it, if I'm going to be honest. I was a bit of shit. And um, <laughs> we're actually in Western Australia, because that's where the work was, and that's a shithole as well. Sorry, West Australians. Um, yeah, and yes. I was over it. And then there was a brewing course. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to do this job anymore. I'm going to change career and become a brewer. I wish you had told us about the science earlier so we could have introduced you as beer captain slash shit scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a shitty geologist scientist, but I'm a good brewing scientist. Mm. So were those skills sort of like, did they cross over? Yeah, there is a bit. I mean, the sort of science background does give you a handle on um, on um, how things work and you know processes and systems. But there's actually quite a lot of similarities because geology, you get information and then you just interpret it and sort of make a a guess of what you think occurred, sort of, you know, in history. Whereas brewing, you know, you collate your ingredients in a way where you think you're going to get a result you want. Yeah. But you, you don't always, it's sort of, you know, it's a lot of, there's a big science component, there's a big sort of art component, you know. Sometimes the, the sum of the of the products, the result is, is more than that. So there's a bit of a bit of an art to it, for sure. And sort of with craft beer, like it's, sort of exploded, what was I going to say, I had a question around that. 
Is it written down on the paper? No, it isn't written down. These are all um, around the TPPA and me learning to drive. Okay. Is I, don't, I don't have any beer-related questions here. Oh, yeah, good. I've got one. So I, I was reading on the website that you guys aren't, you're not, well, you don't subscribe to traditionalism with the beer making? No. Well, a lot of, well, a lot of breweries um, try and reproduce like, international styles, mm. so they'll import a lot of ingredients. Um, but we sort of tend to base our beers on, on international styles, but we're using as much local ingredients as we mm. can. Cool. Um, so we're producing a, a product which is which is suited to the local palate. Yeah. Um, and we have a lot of fun with it too. You know, you try stupid things, and sometimes they work, and sometimes they they really don't. Yeah, it looks really fun. Like making heaps of beer it looks fun as fuck. Maybe it's what you can do instead of helping use. Well, I'm no fucking scientist. So <laughs> I'll tell you that much. It's not a prerequisite. Mm. You just make it up as you go along. My dad was making beer. Um, <laughs> he lives in Ballarat, outside of Melbourne. Oh yeah. But he said he was getting too fat, so he had to just kick it. Oh really? Yeah. Ah, it's, the beer belly thing's a gigantic myth, eh? Is it? I drink a, I drink a lot of beer. Sort of you look in great shape, Steve. Can I say? Yeah, but what happened was, I was getting, turning to a fat bastard, and um, <laughs> I stopped all the other carbs except for beer. So I probably get 95% of my carbs from beer now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm quite happy with that. You good. Know, it seems to work quite well. It's, yeah, it's a good plan. I, I am in a similar boat. I really You've got a large to, beer diet, don't you? Yeah, I need to factor that into my like food diet. Yeah. yeah. If you build your beer consumption into part of your you know balanced, healthy diet, it can be quite effective. Yeah. I'm Always f- drink in moderation, obviously. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Todd's <Tom's> motto. <laughs> it is. That would be on my gravestone. Always drink in moderation. I want to start a bar called Moderation. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Fuck. Imagine the people in there just. But beer does get a bit of a bad rap in terms of you know healthy lifestyles. But most of it is you know well, those old fat bastards who like drink a lot of beer but also eat a lot of hot chips and don't yeah. exercise and don't necessarily eat good food. Yeah, I think that maybe that's more the problem. Beer makes you want to eat shit. shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a self-control thing. Well, they reckon with um, drugs and alcohol and all that kind of stuff, it's like different people are just, you know, either you're predisposed to it killing you or you're not. And that's why you get some people that just do drugs and drink and then live to their 80 and other people drop dead, you know, when they're quite young. Yeah, well, there's a dude on the radio, some Spanish dude, who was 107, and according to him, the secret to living to an old age was to drink two bottles of wine with lunch and then drink two more bottles of wine with dinner. <laughs> Which seems like a lot to me. The World Health Organization was to like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when that one came out where they're saying that, um, I think we talked about this on the podcast before, but the longest living people were moderate drinkers, then heavy drinkers, and then people that abstain from alcohol are the, All right. die the youngest. Really? Yeah, I mean, there's lots of, apparently that's quite a flawed study, but <laughs> when, that, when it came out, you could just imagine all those people, yeah, yeah. you know, who I'm work okay in, with it. I, yeah. can, I can get down with that. Well, you should put it part of your promotional material. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> Mind you, you're going to be so careful these days with the new liquor laws and mm. how you promote alcohol and talk about it, and you can't be seen to be offering heavy discounts or free alcohol outside certain areas. Yeah, so on your website, I have to enter my birthday yep. for a... Yeah. Enter. Well, I was entering my birthday, and then Marlene was like, "Why don't you just change the year?" I was like, "Gonna do my precise birthday." I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. That's not necessary." Just. <laughs> it's just such like a seven-year-old hacking can go on there, and um, 
order booze. There's no checks for delivery as long as they've got you know, a credit card oh. and they say they're 18. It's like, so that's why, right? Yeah. I was trying to figure it out, but I'm pretty stupid. More about buying. Mm. So like I mentioned before, I was learning to drive. I can't drive, so I was learning to drive on the weekend. Oh yeah, how did that go? I haven't heard about this. Yet. It was awesome. It was so easy. <laughs> I can't believe I haven't done it before. <laughs> Except I had it. I, I, I was telling um, Owen and Aaron, I was like, driving down the street and there were these teenagers on the road and I was like, oh, they'll get out of the way. And then they stopped and turned around and like trying to staunch me out. Yeah. And I was just saying to Christina, what do you do in this situation? Do you just sort of run into them? And I get on driving and she's like, stop, stop, stop. So I was like, if you just drive it, then they're going to get out of the way eventually. Eventually, yeah. She said that's not how it works, apparently. (laughs) That's totally how it works. I was saying it's lucky you were in the car, Todd. (laughs) Yeah, I'm prone to a bit of road rage. Oh, they're horrible looking teenagers. You know when you see those horrible looking teenagers? They're just, you know. Uh, All of them. They walk across the road in front of you really slowly on purpose. Make Uh, them slow down. It's really annoying, eh? I just yell out my window, just when you're ready. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a very polite motorist. You're not. Bloody good motorist, though. What about when you're in the Audi? Oh, yeah. You really lost all the call on them. We're actually on our way to the Dippies when I was driving the Audi. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I brought it up because I was thinking how hard it must be not to drink and drive. <laughs> it's pretty easy if you don't drive. Yeah, but when I, when I am driving, I was like, how, you know. That's your first thought like, you had on your first drive. That's the other thing, beer. Well, because I had, I had had a beer or two. Yeah. Oh, so no. <laughs> What's that? It sounds like you're just thinking, driving's cool, I wish I had a beer. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take the edge off, you know, it's a bit nerve-wracking. Well, apparently it's not legal, legal to have to drink while you're driving as long as, long as you're not over the limit. I thought you couldn't have an open vessel in the car. No, that's like a myth. Mm. You can't actually have an open vessel. There's no yeah. rules about having a beer while you're driving as long as you're not over the limit. I think that's only like around certain holiday breaks. Yeah, you go. What if you're in a liquor ban area? Then you, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, right. I'm going to drive soon, but yeah, um, can, can you teach me give you some more lessons? Sure. Was that your first time controlling a motor vehicle? No, no, I used to drive um, when I was going out with an alcoholic, I sometimes drive the car, <laughs> which is really drunk, and I'd just be a little bit drunk. I think I'd rather go with the drunk person. Well, I was, was alright, it used to be quite, <laughs> it's just parking and, and um, getting out of the parking. Is, parking sucks, eh? <laughs> yeah. But you just sort of mount the curb a little bit and it's alright. Yeah, maybe you should get a um, four-wheel drive. Do you reckon? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Either a really small car that you can just sort of... Mm. I think you need a car with like a lot of character. Yeah. I reckon, I imagine I'm going to get some kind of like um, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to hazard a guess. Especially yeah. if you're new to driving so you can crash it all the time and you don't give a shit. Oh, you yeah. Okay. Sorry. You're a nice first car. I don't want one. No, you don't. Like Is that from experience? Because you're really downsized in cars. You're You've gone from a nice car to a bit shittier car to a Yeah, I had car. a first car. My first car was quite nice and it was just fucked within like a month. You know, I just had dents all over and shit because I was trying to learn how to parallel park. Dan had one of those um, sort of silver Aldis that more people have that have a little bit of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor people now that have a little bit of oh, money. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not at the time. It was kind of fancy at the time. Yeah, well, it does look quite fancy. But I've just met a couple of other people that have that. Well, I know they don't really have that much money. Mm. It's a drug dealer's car. Yeah. <laughs> I pretty much crash my car every time I go into town. Really? Yeah, I'm really over it. But because it's like a matte black V8 ute, no one seems to say anything. So, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do you not have a... Do you, maybe you need an intern that does all your town errands. 
Oh, sometimes you get to go in there and do stuff. I try mm. and avoid it though. Mm. I can't go for the whole week without and having to go into the city. Yeah. Which I consider a good week. You oh, were yeah, saying that sounds though, great. You were saying you hate town, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I fucking hate town. Like, only downtown. Like, I like yeah. K Road still. still. Um, I like going to the Britomat though, because there's like valet parking. Oh, no. And it's 15 bucks. You just go 15 bucks for three hours. You just pull in there, you go and park your car, and you can. And then go and pick up your car. Oh, that's alright. Valet parking would be no good for me though, because I'd have to spend like 15 minutes explaining to the valet like all the quirks my car has. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it'll do this at this point, and uh, blah blah blah. Yeah, it'll be better because you just leave it there and you come back an hour later and still come back and start it. Mm. I, actually, speaking about my car, former guest and national treasure Keisha, Keisha, Keisha Castle Hughes used it while I was away. And I'm still getting some parking tickets and speeding oh, fines <laughs> in the mail, which she pays real promptly. But yeah, shout out Keisha for. I get, like I lent her the car, no, and she's a bit of a lunatic, so. It's no surprises here then. Mm, zero surprises. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm excited to get on the road. Imagine all the freedom I have. Yeah. Zipping around. You might need to get um. Depending on how your back holds up, you might need one of those cranes to get you in there. Like a special car. Special car. I wonder yeah. if I can get a, a like a um, handicap sticker. You totally could. Oh, do you reckon? Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know people yeah. that are... Man. Handicap are you like going to get your license though? Or are you just going to learn to drive and get a car? Oh no, no, no I'm not going to get my license. <laughs> oh, okay. I've looked at it. It's fucking expensive though. Mm. To get your license? Mm. Yeah, it is now. But it's easier than it used to be. Full license is easier. It's like a lo- long wait to get it as well. Not if you did a defensive like driving course, it cuts half, in half. No, I mean like a long way just to book to go for the test. Oh, really? Yeah. I was one of those guys that was staying my restricted forever. And then... They still got restricted. They yeah, but they're the doing law. that whole thing, you know. Aren't you on your no, law? No, it's, it's not what you think. Yeah? Don't you yeah. have five years since they changed the law? And then yeah. you have to well, go uh, back to nothing? Well, at first it was a scare that it was like last December, on December 1st last year, like uh. you were going to lose your license if you hadn't got it. My old man keeps fucking with me, telling me, gotta get your license. He's right, but. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, it's expensive and fucking yeah, my fails. My says the know? same thing. I'll fail it. My niece has failed three times in a row. And she's like, fuck it. And just makes her parents drive her everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, well, you should just tell her to get, get stuffed. They keep on doing that. And she's like, well, I don't need to drive. My parents are saps. <laughs> my parents wouldn't give me rides, like, before I was of a driving age. They were just. Stink. Yeah. Right. <laughs> my mum just let me take the car really young. That's good. Yeah, my mum definitely gives me more rides as an adult than she did as a child. Mm. Just softened about that. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded quite bad. <laughs> you can always get a scooter. You could for a Yeah, get a scooter. Mm. No, it's bad for your back. Is it? But yeah, it's bad. bad fucking bad. No, a scooter's quite a posture because you have to sit sort of upright. I can't turn my neck though, so. <laughs> I guess but you can do it in a car. She's got a shitload of mirrors like all those mods, so you don't need to move. And see everything. I reckon by the end of this episode, we would have sorted out Dom's driving plan. Yep. Do you reckon? Yeah. It's quite important to me though, because I'm on the road with him. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little scared. Oh, with me? Yeah. You can't move your neck. How do you know I'm coming beside you? I'll get special mirrors. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys get like a live live feed, you know? Yeah. Something else. Yo, I really this. fucked that up, Todd. I, got I thought the listeners, Todd, just you don't need to be terrible. Right in front of the I beer captain, too. <laughs> That's a pretty hot pressure situation. It is. Uh, I got cheese in one hand, a jug of beer in another. It's all fun. Some people would say that's a good head on that. 
Um, Depends where you define Not the big I was going to yeah, okay. talk about licensing and driving more, but I feel like maybe we should change the subject. Should move on. Yeah. Um, do you have any beer-related questions? Um, I saw today, um, it's not beer-related, but I thought it was quite interesting, that WINS are using social media to ah. see if people are skiving on the dole or not. Mm. Yeah, but they uh, talked to Sire about this, probably being that. Um, they can't actually do anything from the information because they're not allowed to be snooping on people's Facebooks. But I think it's setting an interesting precedent though because, you yeah. know, like a lot of people are like, oh, well, I don't give a fuck, bludges or whatever. But then it's sort of like, well, but if they're doing it to people on the dole, then obviously this is just the next step for your employer or whoever to be doing it to you. Yeah. But employers do it as well. What's that? Employers do it as well. But it's sort of surreptitiously though, right? Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't be friends with a boss that would do that on Facebook, right? She did it when we had to rent out our house. Yeah. You Facebook stalk mean? someone and it yeah. was like... Yeah. No, but I, that's, no, but it's different than sort of yeah. researching someone then to like check up on them, on what they're doing and... Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- people are pretty stupid though. Like one of our chefs called him sick and then posted pictures of himself at the Motet, having a good time. Dude, you know, at least be a little bit, you know, yeah. under the profile. Rather don't than go to Motet. We had that at my old job, like a girl called in sick and then posted a photo of her shopping. And like a mall where we have a shop. It wasn't the shop she works in, but one of our shops was there. Why am I saying Al? I wasn't part of that company. Um, but yeah, and then there was another person who'd like on a Friday afternoon in the store posted themselves like holding a beer in the shop. Yeah, you're done. It's not very smart, eh? Not super smart, no. I suppose that's the thing about social media. Some people just can't stop themselves mm. just what they do and I guess it's sort of it seems like it's been around forever but it is still relatively new like yeah. you know it's only really five or six years since everyone's had phones and that can access it constantly and yeah well do, do you remember ever thinking like why aren't employers like looking at people's social media I remember thinking that you got to be a bit stupid so you're saying it's a good thing friends with your boss to be posting a photo mm. of you down but, it's not, but if you, a lot of people's pages aren't private. Mm. Well, we've got, we've got a, a staff Facebook group thing. I don't understand oh, how it works. But everyone's linked into it somehow. So stuff they put on their private stuff goes to the staff one. Oh. And like all the managers and stuff look at it. So they're all. I don't know what it is. Interesting contact, sounds like. You alright there with the cheese, Dan? I'm getting there. Hey. That's good cheese. That's the blue cheese awesome. is really good. Yeah. This is a lot of new cheese from. Um, no, I can't remember. It's definitely not cheese. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to be doing a beer and cheese matching thing with these people. Um, who is it? Can't well, remember. This cheese matches um, my beer. They probably don't listen. So they gave us a whole lot of free cheese. So awesome. Yesterday I ate so much cheese. <laughs> I had the cheese sweats in the afternoon. Oh, no. <laughs> which is actually different to the meat sweats, so I was quite surprised. Um, and I thought I was going to have one of that, you know, when you eat lots of cheese, you have all those funky dreams. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Dreams. I slept like a baby. It was like one of the best sleeps I've had for ages. And I would have eaten, you know, a lot of cheese. <laughs> like a lot. Like more than you think. Is that true though about the dreams and cheese? It didn't work for me. I was a bit disappointed. It's a lot of myths. A lot of myths being dispelled on this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't really speak to cheese dreams. I don't know. We'll see tonight then. Yeah, I'll tell you next week. Because <laughs> I'm eating fuckloads of this cheese right now. 
there's, there's points where I'm like, oh, this is probably a point where I should um, add comment or ask a question, but I've got cheese in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Another interesting thing that I um, had a look on social media before I came here is that they were showing the Google searches posted TPPA mm. much. Do you see that? I did see that. It was really And cool. it was like searches for the uh, information about TPPA went up 950%. Mm. Which is pretty crazy. That's heaps more percent than uh, other percentages. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I'm no mathematician, but what I'm saying is that that's heaps. Well, it's just interesting because they were saying that the media calls it the TPP, mm. and everyone was switching to TPPA, so obviously it was people that had either gone to the protest or seen the protest and been like, well, what the fuck is this about? Mm. Um, which was, I don't know, I just thought that was fascinating since. Yeah, and the top searches were people searching about, searching facts on it. Because mm. it is really confusing. Mm. It and is. there's not very much information out there. A lot no. of the information you find is just people theorising on it. Yeah. It's really difficult to actually try to get a handle on exactly what the hell it actually is happening. Jane Kelsey's yeah, written some quite interesting stuff. Yeah. And, and, you know, she's a professor and uh, what she's written is academically backed and cited. So it's sort of, it has some credibility. So I know what you mean. Like some people are just saying stuff and like, really? Like, obviously I'm not. You know, I'm quite anti it, but some people, you know, that's kind of talking nonsense. But um, I, I do think it, it is interesting that they're trying to get that through. And then in Europe, they're trying to get through that. What is it? T, the TPPI or something along. And it's very similar. And they're saying that between those two trade um, agreements that are basically both coming out of America and both backed by the same people, um, that I think it's like 80 or 90 percent of the world's trade will be wrapped up. In both of those agreements, sure. mm. which is can't be a positive thing. Are you going to write a note? No, no, no. stop talking about the TPP. Drawing. This is a piece of paper and a pen right here. Yeah? You can do you can do portraits of all of us. Oh yeah. Good. <laughs> that could maybe that could be the photo this week. <laughs> Owen Dippy here is going to do realistic portraits of everyone. <laughs> um, cheese. Yeah, let's do a slice of cheese. Do you want to talk about your show, Owen? Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably say the wrong date, but... <laughs> um, Owen's next show is a collaboration show with Tamiti, and it's on February the 27th, 6 to 9, with Halakau sponsoring again. Yeah. Free entry to everyone, so it'll be another good show. And what's, what's your address? 545 K Road. People should know where it is. It's pretty easy to identify, right, if you go up. Yeah. Once in a while. People make some pretty good coffee next door to eight thirty? Yeah. Yeah, they're brilliant. Um doing a show, doing a collaboration with Tama Iti is pretty exciting, right? Yeah, it's 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 awesome. Um I'm actually going down there tonight to finish the works off and spend a couple days at his house and it's which is always cool. I think when we podcasted you you just done some work with him. Was that just after you'd done the mural? I think it was just in discussions about oh, doing okay. the mural. Oh, right. Yeah. How long was oh, that? The podcast feels like ages ago. Yeah, no, I think you're right, though. Yeah. You did the mural in November. Yeah, we, we plan to do a lot of mural work together. Mm. Especially down in Tuhoi. Like, it's amazing down there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to go down again for the next couple of days and do some work. Drink some Halitaus. Yeah. <laughs> How would you describe 
who Tom Avery is, I guess, because there'll definitely be some listeners mm. who will know. I think he's like, most people just fucking, like, cast him off, like, as that, that crazy fucking dude that that's on TV, but he's totally not that, he's like, I connect with him, we're both from the same kind of area, like, I grew up half an hour from Tuhoi, so we kind of always know and of each other. But, um, yeah, he's definitely not, like, how the media per- portray him. Well, there's a strong media portrayal of yeah, him, right? Like, and it's fuck very... the media, eh? about everything, they, like, especially this TPPA thing. Like, like Although all, he all... himself has says he's changed a lot since he went to jail. Yeah, definitely. I think our basis, though, our crux of things is, like, we connect mm. with art. Like, like, we use that as a language that, mm. that we speak. And he's just, oh, he's just an amazing artist and... Yeah, it's just amazing to be working with him. Oh. I think, yeah, it's exciting what this show. So anyone that's interested and even has that kind of judgment of him from the media, come on the 27th and, you know, have a talk to the bro and, and realise he's, he's he's an amazing artist. And yeah, I'm real excited to meet him. He's like mm. one of those people. I don't like, I've met lots of, what would you say, like celebrities and public figures and stuff and I'm... Um, not usually like super excited right. but, but he's someone I'd be super excited mm. to meet it's, you know it's super dope how the show's actually came about and it's actually on K Road because his roots are quite deep there he actually occupied the same store where 830 is now he used I think back in 2000 right. he used to have a shop that used to sell like food and Kaimoana and all oh. kinds of things and so it's quite cool that he's like exhibiting right there I remember there. that shop I didn't realise it was his Ooh, it was yeah. his bro oh. which is so he really loves so yeah he's, he's got mad fucking love for K Road so it's going to be cool after the show and hang out in K Road and and drink yeah. some beer drink some beer it's going to get him a tattoo as well yeah he's coming oh. up to get a tattoo which is cool who from? Uh, my bro Matt Jordan mm. oh yeah with the with the BMX with the dinosaur riding BMX yeah. on yeah, the side of his right. face, yeah, I gotta paint that dude. He's fucking. He's awesome, man. Just yeah, straight yeah. love on his face. You yeah, know, like everyone doesn't get it and judges the shit son, out of him yeah. for it, but mm. it's straight to capture the the love he had for his son, he has for his son. Because is that what his son wanted him to get? No, no. His, his two favorite his son's two favorite things like dinosaurs, dinosaurs and riding BMX. So. Oh, yeah. So this guy, it's like enormous. <laughs> it's a huge tattoo that like starts down here and goes up his face, and it's a dinosaur on a Pretty BMX. Pretty much one whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's That's like, quite trippy. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking. It's awesome. It's quite um. What's the word? It's quite startling when you first see it. Eh? You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, hopefully we're hopefully tell me you'll come on the podcast. It'll be amazing. Wow. Um, yeah. He's like that, you know. He's he's so keen to do do things. So no doubt he'll want to be part of it. Was that um, Operation 8 or whatever it was? Mm. What, what was it called? Um, was yeah. that what it was called? I think it was Operation 8. Yeah, the one before Price of Peace. When they um, when they raided them in Tuhoi and stuff, and if and all those people in Wellington, a lot of those people are still going for court mm. shit at the moment. And that, when was that? It was like two thousand seven or something. And I was reading about it recently, and they're saying that a lot of that stemmed from because um, Helen Clark passed this law to basically make the the uh, what our definition of terrorism in line with the UN's, which is, you know of course is pretty similar to Americans Americas, and then they had all these people that they trained and spent millions of dollars training and then they sort of what, had to do something with them. 
So it's like, what are we going to do? And then they sent them out. And, oh, right. and so one of the people arrested had a gun. There was a gun in the, in the, I'm pretty sure it was a building next, the house next door, the house he was in. It was considered in the house and all this crazy shit. And those people, yeah, they're still in court and it's like, yeah. yeah. And a lot of them, like that place in Wellington where they got raided is pretty much homeless people, you know, like it was yeah. some poor people. Is that from where they were tapping his phone and they were like, the alarm bells rang when he said that he'd like, fly a plane into the... Oh, it was like a straight fucking joke, you yeah, know? Yeah, it, it was an obvious joke. Okay? Yeah, it was like and ridiculous, like, even the judges and shit. Like, yeah, it's, it's... Wow. It was bad. Oh, 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 oh beer captain has this... Sung the shit. That's a fail. Did you do that to make me feel better, man? No, I really like ice cream. We ice cream. Shit. Should we do highs and lows? Sure. There's a lot of people here. Yeah. So last person gets to really think on it. Really m meditate on. Well, this is what? definitely my high. The cheese, cheese yeah. I like right. the fact that you put multiple cheeses on. Yeah, you don't want to I have, I've never done that before. Sam does around. <laughs> you had four cheese pizzas? This is two That's cheese crackers. What's that? That's, That's my um, so highs and lows as we um, go around and everyone says their high from the week and their low. So Todd started off. You have to play as well. Yeah. Mm. My low is... Um, Where's my low? Ah, so Marlene's visiting obviously and we two times I've taken her to swim at places where it needs to be high tide and it's been low tide oh, both times. <laughs> so I look like a real shit host at the moment. And on the first day, the cricket was on and I was pretty keen to watch it and Marlene indulged me. I watched it with my friend Solly, shot Solly. Um, and that also was my high because Black Caps won the series, beat Australia <laughs> when Australia should have fucking won. I actually had like a fucking awakening with cricket the other day I was watching oh. it on the piss and like I fucking I usually hate watching cricket I like playing it when I'm yeah. when I'm little and stuff but like it like all made sense like mm. I was watching cricket and I was like fuck this is actually fucking dope well, especially when New Zealand's winning yeah you wouldn't you could be forgiven for not having an interest in New Zealand cricket for mm. like a long time the last 20 but, years but in recent years like what Brendan McCullum has done to that team is fucking incredible and it was his last one there mm. and yeah, it was, he's a fuck. He's a special individual, he's man. Retired. Retired. Yeah, so he's got the test matches against Australia. Then he's done. Oh fuck, he'd be great to get on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to. I, that's another person I'd be really excited to meet. <laughs> um, but it was like it was beautiful. New Zealand should have lost, and but like the Black Caps team of recent years, like have this spirit and energy, and they just like a confident. So like new players that come into the team, like play with confidence instantly whereas back in the days new players would be nervous as shit and like really struggle but now they just come in and like and it's all like I think it's almost like all credit to Brendan McCullum for that and do you think the fact that I sort of see the New Zealand cricket team is like being so much more um maybe not left but at least apolitical than the All Blacks is that just mm. me projecting or is that you know, uh, that thing that was like I think everyone who's played sport. Oh, um, John Waters. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they don't seem to be as um, inundated with like you know grasping arms of poli New Zealand politics like the All Blacks are. But is it Richie McCall or the other one? 
there's a bunch that real effort supporters yeah that they're, they're like oh I love this fucking Lockwood flag and shit like that it's just flashbacks to our, our podcast mm. oh we just talking about the same shit got real deep <laughs> you pretty much <laughs> summed up the gist of the podcast we're just old dudes that wank on about <laughs> shit forever and just, just wank <laughs> on about the two people yeah keep, keep at it but yeah that's my highs and lows Marlene my high is it just for a weekend or just I would say like being able to travel around like I started my trip in Bali then went to Melbourne and just came here a couple days ago Australia kind of sucks so what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah Melbourne was like pretty boring mm. just like another big city but people were nice so mm. we enjoyed it okay. and couldn't tell like a real like low Todd mm. watching the cricket? No, like the last two hours of it were like pretty exciting. <laughs> was he <spinning>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you watch a test for The first four hours wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it became exciting in the end. Mm-hmm. Was, was he screaming suck it when the Australians got out? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I reckon the same when I like watch soccer, so mm. I understand it. I was saying suck it a lot. It was only like 90 minutes long. No, I, I thought yeah. that when I. Um, <laughs> Saw that they had won, and I was like, fuck, I wish I watched it with Toddy. We got so excited. <laughs> I was super excited. It was great. Um, my high is something I actually forgot. I haven't told Owen yet that on Sunday. <laughs> Surprise, he- Owen! <laughs> <laughs> you guys having a baby? He's going on Talkback Radio, which is like his what? family's thing. Like his oh. dad's going to be so proud on Sunday. Talking about that. His face. Congratulations. What station? Just shit's okay. I know, just having to do a radio, radio NZ. Yeah. It's like an art segment. Oh, yeah. It'll be cute. You can't do that? Yeah, I'll be <laughs> <laughs> And then the low is hearing that he liked watching cricket. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I don't want to do I'm that. I'm just down the road, Owen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can go to your place. If you need to watch some cricket, bro. Test match is starting on Friday. Yeah. Well, speaking of Australia, that's. He wouldn't like, do it sober, I'm sure. Would you? I don't know. Like it's, cricket's it's, pretty it seemed boring. like real, like a real gangster sport. Like the fucking. Cricket? Yeah, yeah. like. Really? Like the dude, like. That fucking. It's like a fucking ball of concrete. They're branding it at you, you know? They're fucking throwing it super hard. And these dudes were like. Like when the dude whacked the four, I was like, fuck. He was just like. Like, fuck you to the other guy, mm. you know? Like, <laughs> I've wasted your ball. Yeah. You know, like, that smacked is you the, away. Like, fuck off. That is the Brendan McCullum <laughs> cricket revolution. Maybe it was that dude I was watching, you know? It was just like, whoa, when he did that, I was just like. Anyway, my highs and lows was. My low was like. Or my high was going to Australia, and my low was actually liking it. <laughs> 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 like, it was fucking good, you know? Like. I've never really spent any time over there, but it was, it was cool. Uh, my high, I've got enough work to eat and pay rent cool. for at least a month. That's nice. depressing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Take the cheese for the next month. <laughs> <laughs> and my low was the, um, my girlfriend's dog that I've been looking after got fleas. And um, there were some assertions cast around that it was somehow I was responsible. <laughs> wonder, I wonder why. I don't know how I can give it fleas. You got I don't the, have fleas. But it just seems like such likely shit to happen. That if you are... Sorry, I'm about to... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, you're just saying what we were all thinking. But yeah, I know. 
<laughs> doesn't really need to be said, does it? <laughs> yeah. So they that was a lot. They live in your bed, bro. <laughs> Steve? Oh, yeah. Um, my high was definitely the cricket, eh? Mm. That was a good result. And I finally got my, my boys, seven and nine, they're into cricket now, so they're watching it with me, so... Brilliant. Bit of bonding, and my wife doesn't give me shit because I'm actually engaging with the kids. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can fuck off and watching the cricket from Friday. From Friday onwards, you can engage for like eight hours oh, a exactly. day. I'm trying to talk them into like you need. We need to go to Wellington to watch this. Yeah, blow off your weekend sport and go and watch them. Yeah, <laughs> come on, guys. Um, and the low was um, having to get rid of my pile of dirt ten months ago with all the topsoil on the neighbour's place. And we're trying to get rid of it, and this week I had to pay somebody a really lot of money to take it all away. To move some dirt. It's all, it's all good topsoil. We've been telling everyone free topsoil, and everyone's like, I'm right. Mm. So I had to pay someone. Do they know you're a former geologist? Like that's yeah, like, you know I can guarantee it's good dirt. Yeah. Professional <laughs> opinion. It's top. You know. So it's a bit disappointing, but you know, there you go. Sucks. More berries. I don't really have a low. What about your That's the spirit, Dan. Um, <laughs> catching the train is pretty dumb when I've never caught a train before. Welcome to my life. Well, it's not that bad, it's just not like driving. I don't when you miss it and there's not another one for 35 minutes, it's a bit shit. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I go to Newmarket then Swanson and the Swanson ones are infrequent. Mm. Well, what about when it just stops? Like you like can see your stop and then it just yeah, stops yeah. on the line? And for like five minutes, and you're just like, but I can I just get out and walk? <laughs> and then somebody knifes you. <laughs> Hi, definitely. Being here was cool as fuck. This is good, eh? Yeah. Good cheese, good beer. While we're on the topic Learning, of, learning's good. While we're on the topic of being here, how's this one, Steve? That's um, it's pretty lazy, 8 out of 10. It's alright. So yeah. talking about It's still really bad. Is it? <laughs> what, are you, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, because then that the will go down, porn. and then they'll come oh. back and say the tide's out, and, they want, and then they want another. You Did you spill any? Good thing we're not at a gas. No, it's good, bro. Good pour? Yeah, I think it's because the jugs are so fucking big, you know? Yeah, they're not they're easy. very heavy. Poor, what do they say? Poor workman blames his tools on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're just going to split the tap here? Yeah. You'll have to wait till about seven o'clock. Just yeah, drop yeah, the oven. It's like boring. Yeah. Twelve and a half hours a week and cover it. Yeah. So if Brendan McCullum's listening, we'd love to have you on the podcast. I'm sure he is. We mean both. That would be so good, but you go, you guys would probably just have to sit there the whole episode and shut up. Well, you're fanning out. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I just made another high this week. Um, I forgot. This is unprecedented, Steve. Tonight, tonight we're picking up... What's well, just Two the nice. We're picking up um, the award for the best craft beer restaurant in Auckland. Oh shit! Sure. Oh, yeah. Award after award. Sober. So, so, you guys hear the sober? The noodle. No, it's actually, it actually stands for the Society of Beer Advocates. Mm. It's uh, this really beer-focused group. Mm. So sober is is a backronym, which is the opposite of what it means. Right, right. You do not want to meet the guy that thought that up. So they have these awards every year. <laughs> yeah, we won. We've never won before. It's quite exciting. So oh, that was brother. brother's beer to pick up a little certificate. And they won the um, the Metro. You know, yeah, we got the metro thing. Craft beer of the year. Oh, sick. Was it for a particular beer or? No, it was just craft craft beer in general. Mm. Sure. We've had a few listeners hit us up about where they can get because it's not in the supermarkets. Well, I know, I know a few it is places. A new world. It's in um, New World. Yeah, New World's a good one. And all the Glengarry. 
And um, liquor lands are pretty good too. Yeah. yeah. Between those three, you should be able to check it out. My liquor lands don't think that was hard. Which one's that? Um, only here. Oh, I'll sort that out. I'm just going to ask them, go, have you got any hella tail? I have a couple of times. He's like, oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, on tap, also, you've got Golden Dawn, Conch. <laughs> yep. Those, is there others? Conch has been good lately, yeah. I had some food there the other day. Mm. Yeah, 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 it's really good. I like smoothies. You, you're a big fan of smoothies, aren't you? That's what's keeping me going. That's what I gotta do is be a smoothie guy this year. Fuck with the smoothies. You should, man. You should get one of those fucking neutral bullet things. Yeah, that's fucking expensive, man. Shit. What is it? Like, I'm just trying to get a neutral bullet. I'm just trying to fucking get by. It keeps you alive, though. It's not that much, though. It's like $2 for a big ass. So you can get like the organic delivery. It's like forty bucks, I think, for a box full of food and veg. Count down. Go to supermarket and get like three oranges for. Yeah, but they're full of poison and. Well. Some yeah. guy told me in Australia that they were fucking injecting AIDS into. Like fucking. Oranges, remember? I don't where, want to that man. Where did you meet this man? Oh, <laughs> Orangong. Uh, yeah, you meet some weird people painting on the street, but oh, Australia's apparently, great yeah, people. some people were syringing. They caught them or something. God knows if it was real, but syringing a- HIV into. Do you want to Google that then? So we get some confirmation. Not really. No, it's some I don't fucking horrible shit. It, though. It's true. Yeah. I, I just like the uh, someone going, man, I need to get some AIDS to inject some oranges. Oh, mm. speaking of supermarkets, it was cool the other day, like. We went to a supermarket and it had like a free piece of fruit you could give your kid while oranges shopping. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Oranges for They had to get rid of those oranges that's somehow. That's a conspiracy. <laughs> you know how you wash, you know, like you always wash fruit to get oh, the okay. pesticides off? Apparently that's just a waste of time and it's actually soaked into the fruit. Yeah, well, I wouldn't think it would work. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I didn't know that. I just, that that's, and I was like, really? I'm going to start eating organic. Mm, I didn't know that. Mm. My friend um, knew uh, uh, what are they called? Like a pesticide person. And <laughs> Is that that? Person. Yeah, and they were like, "Why are you washing the fruit for? It's a fucking waste of time." Alright, I'm Fred. Fred Fredrickson, a pesticide person. <laughs> Purveyor of pesticides. What do you do, man? Put pesticides in oranges. For <laughs> the AIDS. Yeah. I'm not really scared of AIDS anymore because Magic Johnson. Yeah. You're not Magic Johnson though. Mm. You're like really unhealthy and you don't have any money. Magic Williams. <laughs> yeah. Good at money. Money is the cure of AIDS. Dom raises some valid points. Dead <laughs> <laughs> in weeks. <laughs> but I think like um, obviously what I my autoimmune disease is nothing compared to AIDS. But um, <laughs> taking all the drugs that I have to take, it makes me think like fuck if you had to be on those AIDS drugs because you have to. I was talking to my um, doctor, one of my doctors about it. And he was like, you have to take these at a certain time every day. If you miss one, you're fucked. So you're and, talking to your doctor about AIDS? Well, because we're just talking about autoimmune diseases. Right. Um, and um, what the fuck was I going to say? I was just thinking how, how difficult it would be. And just mm. and imagine the side effects from all those drugs, man. It's just like... Because you know, everyone's quite blasé about it now. They go, oh, you can just cure it. And it's yeah, like, yeah. well, I tell you, as someone who has to take four drugs, yeah. four different types of drugs every day, it's like not a mm. barrel of laughs. Like mm-hmm. I woke up today and I was like, I felt like I was hungover and I was like, I haven't drunk anything for like four days and just feel like, you know. Wait till tomorrow. Yeah. yeah I feel. I'd be doing that though. You wake up it's like fucked. I think if if I if I don't wake up early, if I wake up around ten and eleven, I'm just fucked. Now ten's the golden time to wake up. Nah, it's too late. <laughs> it's way too late. It depends when you go to bed though. It does. Nah, it doesn't for me. You stay up all night. 
Yeah, I stay up till like four every night, and I, yes, if so. I sleep past nine, I'm fucked. Yeah, why? I got the problem like this guy then. You don't yeah. sleep enough. Maybe yeah. that's why you sleep. So if, I sleep cool. if I sleep in, I wake up and my whole day's ruined. I feel so shit yeah. and tired. How do you reckon you've gotten the practice of being able to operate on not much sleep? Let's um, <laughs> talk about something else. <laughs> oh, you don't want us to talk about me anymore. Oh, beat that one. <laughs> I control the beeps, Tom. I control the beeps. Yeah, but you are too, you are too lazy to bother going through. You're going to forget this. You're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> cheese down. I've got five days to You're drunk and full of cheese, Dan. Yeah. Speaking of cheese, I might have another couple of lines. <laughs> On our way out here, Dan was like, yeah, I kind of felt like we're going to um, get a ride out there and um, drink some beer. And, oh my God, you see And he was like in the passenger seat of my car. I was like, what do you mean? That's what. That's exactly, yeah, exactly what's happening. That's exactly what's happening to you. know, like a communal. Well, three of us were going to be. Yeah, everyone thought you guys had a van or something. Oh my god, I wish. Like we do, but it's got oh. no seats and no warrant, no red dirt. Oh, yeah. Rolling so, like you, bro. Yeah. I think I just assume that every painter that I've ever met has a van. He does have a van, though. So you are. I gotta yeah get a fucking new one now because I can't get a warrant. Well, you you're lucky. You almost ended up in the back seat in the boot of Todd's car. Yeah. Me? Probably wouldn't have been a good considering Yeah, you've got to lie down because you're back. No, you would have gone there. No, you're back. It's so you're smaller than me. Straighten it up. <laughs> We're not small. Barely smaller than you. I bet I weigh You got a smaller vibe though. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you've got a bigger vibe. Yeah. Dan's got a pretty big vibe, man. I think that's mm. unkind. Is it? Yeah, Dan's got quite a large vibe. I guess it's been off the method. Yeah, how do you think Are you getting that pesticide person? He's also a vibe of me that <laughs> <a> specialist. <laughs> hey, what kind of vibe do you get from Dan, Steve? Um, pretty chilled out vibe. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Small chilled out vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Rapidly expanding vibe? Yeah. yeah. Rapidly expanding. Should we wrap this up then? Fuck, was that an hour? Nobody knows anymore. Oh, 50. You yeah. gotta check the time first. Yeah, that was probably. close enough. Let's talk some current events. I love current events. I did. I did my dash with the yeah. TPBA and the Winston. We oh, what about Waitangi Day? That's quite an important one. Oh yeah. Uh, heaps of um, racists reckon. Nah, let's scrap it. Let's have. <laughs> it's an Australia Day. Let's have a New Zealand. Oh, God, like, speaking of that, man, Australia is racist as fuck. Wow. Like, I I haven't <laughs> seen racism like that before. Really, yeah, Australia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe I just live in my own little fucking world and I've heard about it, but like, fuck, man. West Australians are even worse. Mm. It's shocking out there. really south. Oh, yeah. It's pretty bad. It's, it, it it's was, wild. It was bad, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah make South Africa look good. You know, yeah. It was fucking bad. Well, so there's there's these people, lots of talk among, like, news talk ZB listeners and the like. still on that shit? Nah, nah, nah. I just, like, have a look every now and then. <laughs> but but yeah. the, the, there's, old, there's this groundswell of people saying we should have a New Zealand, a New Zealand Day, blah, blah, blah. And then I saw some stuff about Australia Day because it just happened, obviously. Mm. And then, to Australia's credit, there seems to be, like, a lot of change in the conversation around Australia Day, right? Mm. I mean, it could be one of those things where I live in bubble and you know. No, it's definitely changed. It's definitely changed in the time that, like, the last five years or longer than that, like ten years. Yeah, yeah. So there's been massive change, at least in the conversation, which is positive. But yeah, so there's people. So stuff I read over that period was Australia Day is Australia's most violent public holiday. Like, there's police. People get hammered, eh? Yeah, police. Public spaces. 
get drunk and start fighting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bad time. Yeah, so this is what these New Zealanders are essentially asking for. Yeah. They're like a holiday where <laughs> people have barbecues, get fucked up, fight each other. Football stars dry hump a dog on video, like sexually assault a woman on video, and isn't that kind of just crate day? Isn't that what that's for? They yeah. Make it a proper thing. Mm. Yeah. Was July Fourth? Is that Independence Day? Yeah. Yeah. That that shit was cool in America. Like it was like a New Year's, but like just for one day. It was. But that's good because that's all about family and getting family together. Mm. Mm. But isn't that really just going out and getting yeah. as drunk as you can and yeah. Well. Being as racist as you fucking can. Like, <laughs> oh my god. I remember um, years ago, me and Wa, my friend Wa, who's Maldi, we got invited to a, um, Australia. Well, we didn't know it was Australia Day bar- barbecue. We just got invited to a barbecue. Mm. And we turn up, and everyone's got the face paint on, the flags on them, and kind of stuff. And I, and I was like wasted. So I was just like going in, and people were like, fucking, this was when you fucking invaded it. And you know, and just like ruining everyone's barbecue. <laughs> and then Wa's just sitting there, and everyone's just like looking at him, like, you know what? What's 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 he gonna do? Um, really fuck those people's barbecue up. Most of them still call it Invasion Day, though. Like they're not really into. Well, that, that's that's the, into cha- it, that's the change that's happened. I think in the time that I've been going there, because one of the first times I ever went to Australia was on Australia Day. And we were on the tram, and he was like, Aussie, 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 Aussie. And I was like, oh my God, so like, this is all the time. I didn't know yeah. it's a special day. Oh, it's, it's, like, it's like a day where you get to celebrate being white, which is every day. Like, being white is sweet every day of the year. You don't need a special day for it. Mm. And New Zealand certainly does But I think this was so, such a shame yeah. about, um, and someone pointed this out, um, that with Waitaki Day, is that people don't see it. It is also a celebration. It's not just... Mm. A time to protest, which is yeah. awesome that it's that as well. But it's also a time to celebrate and to come together as a nation. It doesn't, yeah, you know, and that people want to sort of like what the fuck do they want? Like they, I kind of hard to believe that anyone that's calling for New Zealand Day has actually been to yeah, an Australia yeah. Day. You know what I mean? Like you'd hope not. Yeah, because it is oh. awful. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. It's like you just, I didn't like after that time of while. Like we just didn't, the next one that came along, I didn't leave the house. I was like, fuck. Mm. Yeah, but you'd like to think that if we did have a New Zealand day, it'd be much better than Australia day because we're not Australians. Like, the biggest <laughs> problem with Australia day is the people that live there. We are better at most things. Oh ah, yeah, and we're like, much nicer people. But I think we have those people and we have that I mentality. Those fuckers would be like, oh fuck, forget about Waitangi and all that shit. It's about New Zealand, but no. Well, I think you'd have both. I mean, Waitangi, oh, Waitangi day is one thing, but a New Zealand day would be. A separate thing altogether. Mm. I guess it was Aotearoa Day, you know, but I think you definitely don't want to encourage those that I don't know those people. I don't want. I don't want to say that they're racist because a lot of them it's just it's not even that they're racist; it's ignorant. Yeah, but ignorant, right? You yeah, know, I think like that. That Marty just like fucking like oh, just let it go, kind of shit. Like, yeah, 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 and that and that's the thing, like um, yeah, you can't let things go until they're fixed. And so, like, once things are fixed, then it's time to be like, all right, let's look forward. Yeah. Mm. It's like. That's why I think our show, me and Tammy's shows, that's the crux of our show, is like working together and building relations and moving forward. Mm. So. He really didn't think he would do work with somebody like Owen. He kind of just thought it would all be. I don't know, to him, it's a really big deal. Yeah. Really big deal. So. And Listening to him talk about it is really amazing. So something like the podcast would be cool. Yeah, hopefully he's... I know he's all about it, so... Hopefully we can get him. Tummy, Tummy yeah. Mm. So, Just yeah. everyone out there, never call him Tama. Yeah. <laughs> Hates that oh, shit. He is, what, like, this close to punching it? you in the Tama. face. 
It's an E. It's E. T A M E. Yeah, Even my fucking dad. Tame. Tame. So you looks get like, it looks like Dom and I are doing the sound on um, that. Yeah, don't do it. Or actually, fucking, maybe I'll just do it alone. <laughs> Other than that, he's lovely. He's, he's awesome. Everyone come on the 27th. Yeah. Cause, yeah, I, I didn't want that vibe for people to be like, like a segregated vibe, like, oh shit, maybe we're not welcome, kind of, like it's to this or it's to that, but it's, yeah. it's just art and it's... Do you yeah. think though that that's a cool thing about art? And maybe I'm being a bit idealistic here, but it doesn't transcend that. Yeah, it's like a universal language that, like, especially when you're painting in other countries and people can't even speak English, you know, and they they still, it's just like, you can connect and relate. Just it's also like there doesn't there doesn't have to be a story. Like we're doing media around the new show, and yeah. the media get confused and they ask him about TPPA and they ask him about Waitangi and, and stuff like that. And, because they don't really know what to say about the art and he's like art doesn't act, there doesn't actually have to be words that goes with that and they're really confused mm. that, that that's kind of how Owen works is he's not a, he's like a man of not many words so Tommy's kind of the same with the art it's just something they feel but then they start bringing bringing out old political issues and stuff like that with him and he well, when art, he's talking about yeah. his art he kind of doesn't want to talk about that stuff but it's just it speaks about a lot of things but at yeah. the end of the day you should fucking have those conversations after you view it instead of beforehand mm. I've always been like that even at school like I'd just fucking do some art because I thought I needed to do it and then like, I had to come up with a valid fucking reason to warrant why I did the work and I was just like well, I just fucking did this shit you know like it, mm. I think isn't that, that good enough I think that came up with Liam eh, last week we're talking about artistic process and like you as the artist figuring it out um after the fact Mm. so you've made the project or the work or whatever and then afterwards you know like you have you understand it and know what it's about and yeah when i was at art school was like that i always clashed with the teachers because i always found myself working backwards Mm. i'd do the art and then have to figure out why why don't you say that yeah and i I just couldn't do that shit eh? it was like sam hunt did a thing here in last year and somebody was saying about getting him to explain his poems, and it's mm. like, well, you don't. The poem mm. is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Everything's in there. It doesn't need anything. I think it's particularly nothing worse than, like, I mean, I, I, I try to do that occasionally, when I'm, and it just it never works. So yeah. I was thinking this, and then I thought this, and then it was just like, look, well, I don't fucking care. Like, yeah, I think, and, like, I can definitely relate with, like, writing lyrics and stuff. And people wanting explanations or with songs that their lyrics being written out and stuff. It was like, this isn't a written, this isn't a written form of expression. It's like a, you know, audible form of expression. And that's like the way I've written it for it to be heard. So like, no, I never write out lyrics and people get quite incessant about it. Really? Shit. Yeah. They're like, you, you need, you should put some lyrics online. So I don't know. Oh, like, post, like, in the, yeah, yeah. It's like, nah, they, cause they don't, they're not nice that way. They're not, that's not how they were designed. They were designed to be heard, so. Yeah, my girlfriend said that about this way too, the EP that I played it. She was like, why doesn't he post the lyrics? And I'm like, I can tell you his lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you his way too, his lyrics. Yeah. So what's up with the album? Was the, it Tiny Little? Oh, Tiny Warm Hearts? Yeah. Oh yeah, time for a plug. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, Max rang me before. Shout out my manager, Max Oldfield. Also my manager. Yeah, he probably doesn't listen to this because he's a proper broadcaster. <laughs> um, he's starting a rival podcast too. Oh yeah, what time I seen a broadcaster who's on the bus? What a piece of shit. Our podcast will crush his podcast. Are you going to do a podcast? Yeah. 
Mm. And when and by saying that, this is you my test of my friends. I say shit things about them, and then <laughs> I know whether they listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, this is your test of your dad as well. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he failed it miserably. Shout out, dad. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. You're not listening. Um, oh yeah, so album we're looking at maybe 26th I think max it so but I can physically get like a hard copy of that shit yeah we're doing hard copies this time well that was like the same time as your show maybe if you go do a rap at the show and like just what hijack the event you just leap up on that, <laughs> leap up on that glass counter <laughs> yo I feel like it really fits with the show I love the hard copies yeah <laughs> chuck us a CC in this yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah what's that thing? No. are you guys doing are you guys doing um non-podcast related business on here yes <laughs> yeah. any more questions for the captain the of the beer yeah beer captain the Bruce slash you guys are all pretty much experts now aren't you um, beer well Tom's been drinking it for I'm getting bitter at cheese <laughs> they need to have What's one of those tasters like, how they have all like the beer that's beer jelly I had yeah. a are you serious Is yeah oh. you get beer give me some beer jelly and you make it without the water and it goes into jelly Hang on so, a minute. We ran um, the crack <laughs> Jesus, Dom. You're so uncivilized. It's really good with cheese, actually. Fuck, it's nice. It's a bit like rava jelly, eh? So it's like sweetness, but it's also got the bitterness. It's got some nice hot flavor. I had a question mm. about Dave. Yeah. So he's got a bit of an accent, right? Where's he from originally? No, no, guess. Don't, don't, don't tell them. Where do you think he's from? Okay, he's foreign. Scotland or Ireland? Ah. <laughs> oh, yes. He got it. Scotland? No. Ireland? Ireland. Northern Ireland. Okay. He, I reckon he's the first Irishman I've met that doesn't want to, like, talk heaps. Really? He will. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to get him. Yeah. Get him going. He had a, he had a, he had a, we had a good chat at um, your show. He's the funniest oh. fucking dude. But I mean, like, he didn't want to be on the podcast, is what I'm saying. Okay. Which is context. weird. He yeah. should have been, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't be trusted with Dave. <laughs> no, he's too bad news. I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have some good yeah, times. Good. What happened, no one? It's they all, just a, get it's all really a blur, drunk. really. <laughs> you start like one of the nights was at at your gig, one, at one of these things, the one yeah, you posted at St Kevin's. Mm. Oh my god, man! <laughs> I think when you're married, you have a lot of mutual friends. Kicked out of cells. But we don't know his wife, but he's allowed to go out with Owen, and then they just get really smashed. Oh, oh speaking of the devil, there he is. Daryl? It's like a, it's a mob the hops. It's like a, 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 you got some stats on how many people are listening? Yeah. So saying to my mum. I think it's between yeah. fifteen hundred and probably the biggest would be four thousand. Okay. And if they ever get sick of us, Dan's mum will still listen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my mum really likes it. She's like, oh. when are you going to do that fucking podcast? My mum comments. Oh my god, that photo. Regular emojis. Yeah. Really good you did that photo. Much unlike my like, father. Fuck off, you unemployed. <laughs> oh, you thought <laughs> that was awesome. It was all side piece. Yeah. Like, oh, that was not good. saying side piece. Like, 
Side yeah, yeah. Side boards. Yeah, I used to do a little bear thing on Kiwi FM. Oh, yeah? For a few years. My wife never listened to it. Yeah. Get back, no, did you hear it? Oh, no, I forgot again. I'm sorry. It's often the people closest to you that hurt you the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, emotional sure. scars that take a while to heal. Alright, that's now. Alright, All right. should we wrap it up? Cheers right. to Howitel. Yeah. yeah, thanks, yeah, thanks right. so much, Steve. No worries. Thank having, you very much. Thanks, for, thanks to the Dippies for driving Dominic out. <laughs> having a chat. So we should make, maybe make it an annual event. Yeah. 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 Still make it more frequent than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once all this construction's finished, we can actually have it. Oh yeah, let's God. do one on the beer garden. Oh, fuck yeah. 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 The beer garden. Yeah. So, anyone that doesn't know where Howitel is, it's... Yeah, true. Oh yeah, so we're at Riverhead, which is um, a very about 20 minutes from the city. It's way closer than your think, right? Yeah, well since they extended the motorway, the northwestern, mm. it's, it's not far. Yeah. And they're building like this massive big fuck off beer garden that's amazing. It's going to be nice. It looks, yeah, amazing. Don't come out till March though. You and Dave going to hit it once it opens on? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> Stay the night, man. Well, I think we're having an opening party thing in early April. Mm. So I'll get all you guys along to that. Yeah, awesome. Oh, fuck yeah. Should be hilarious. Bet. Is there anything else you want to direct people towards? No. When does this come out? The Tuesdays, what the fuck? Oh, what about the Plummy things over there? The live one. Oh, no, only it's the 17th. Right? No, no, live not, Why not are you the doing 24th. another live one? We're going to do them bi-monthly now. Oh. Me and Dave so will be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so we haven't talked about that, eh? So yeah, this year we're going to do bi-monthly live podcasts at Whammy Bar which have been real fucking fun so far. And we've only done two, and I think from the first to the second, there was a vast improvement, right? Yeah, and this one's going to be even better. Thanks to Saren, I think. Yeah, I haven't actually talked to her about that yet, so... Oh, but I was saying there was a vast improvement. But, oh, thanks but to her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, and um, hopefully Ken Arkine, the poet, and I think... Um, never heard of him. You never heard of him? No. American dude. He's really good. Oh, yeah, cool. He's like one of the world champs at slam poetry. Oh, yeah. He's one of the best in the world and he just happened to move here to study. I'll beat him. Nice nice fellow too. <laughs> mm. And um I think Tanu I, um from Faf Swag yeah. is gonna come on as oh, well. Dope. That'd be but I gave cool. him the wrong date, so I've gotta sort that out. Which one was he, the main dude? Yeah. Um I hear he'll probably bring other people as well, but he's um corresponding with. Cool. And we just need one other person. Yeah. Do we have a song to play at the end of this episode? Yeah, well, you like a song? What song would you like us to play? We play a song at the end. Oh, putting me on the spot, eh? You can let us know later if you want. You like yeah. David Bowie? Oh. Oh, but, shit. Well, I actually really did, but since he died, it's just been... It's yeah, been just he's been too bad. hammered. He's so yeah. dead now. He's yeah. so dead. I can't even want to break. Not to take you away from him, though, but yeah. Really? Oh. Someone, someone got hold of your portrait. You did right of Bowie and yeah, David Bowie, like the official official Facebook and website. Yeah, oh, really? like, yeah. This cool. dude, while yeah. I was painting it, like this old kind of English guy, came up to me. He was like, oh, "I'm gonna share this on my Facebook, and it's gonna go all around Europe." And I was like, "Oh, cool, man! Cute. Like, it's cute, like yeah. fucking awesome, bro. Chuck it on your Facebook. I, I love it." And then, like, yeah, he obviously had, like, knew the estate of David Bowie, and it just went fucking crazy. Wow. That's cool. awesome. That's pretty cool. He's getting lots of media I've got a single out Friday, we can play that. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. so the song we're going to play is a new Tourette's song. It's called it's No called Losers at Wins. 
Cool. Oh, no, loses no. It wins. no, loses it wins. It's pretty good because the video, you yeah. Know, yeah. That's a cool video. Because I always, yeah, yeah. I always suspected yeah, Dom's motivation behind yeah. playing a song at the awesome. end of the podcast was like because it first came up when he had a new song coming out and on it the came up when you had a song, you were like, are we gonna play your song? And Dom was like, no. No, it's the no, other way, way around. around. <laughs> the other way around. It was Dom. Yeah. I think I've got a good memory. Ah, <laughs> so yeah, should we end it on that? Yeah. Boom. Good stuff. Me. Bye. Go the black caps. And the beard. Go the black caps. Go the black caps. Yeah, fuck yeah. Go the black socks. Suck it, Australia. (gasps) And the special skills you've got, poet. How many interviews have you had? But you put in application. Yep. But you didn't get any interviews? No. All right. Can go? Yeah. is a good wins letter. It's like a correspondence with the most boring people in the world who just happen to have the power to make you homeless. Best case scenario, that blue and white envelope contains one of those cards that won't even get you a discount on the bus. But far more likely, it'll be a letter informing you of a meeting you're obligated to attend at some ungodly hour. And because of my stupid middle-class diet and my desire to live in Auckland Central, not to mention the fact that my spine is now made out of dog hair and chewing gum, I have no option but to obey the letter. Outside the wind's office, the guys in armor guard uniforms suck on cigarettes staring into the distance, perhaps musing on the irony of their lack of job security. And everyone's so nice here now, ever since that lunatic shot those poor women. How's that blood on your hands, John? At the front desk, they tell me, Take a seat, Mr. Howie, someone will be with you in a minute. But time in here moves in dog years. My caseworker looks like I interrupted a suicide attempt. We both sit miserable staring at the same screen and she asks me, Why, Mr. Howie? Why haven't you made a CV? Why haven't you enrolled in a course? Why haven't you taken that job cleaning the rust off the bottom of washing machines for below minimum wage? And I want to yell, I have a calling but no credit. I am infected with ideas. I'd rather waste money than time, but instead, I sit there smiling and acting confused. And as then I realize the casework is staring at my fucked work tattoo. She takes my hand and we dance around the elephant in the room. There are no jobs. Besides, no one paying McDonald's wages wants to hire from this pool of malingerers. When the music stops, we sit down and go back to staring at the screen. While the caseworker's fingers tap slowly at the keys like dripping water. Tap. Why did I wag school and get drunk with Lubin and listen to Johnny Cash record? Tap. I should have finished my BA seven years ago, of course I'm fucking PhD by now. Tap. What did I let you get for a slightly damaged kid? I wonder my mother saying, don't be a fucking poet, maybe it was my father or my English teacher or... Mr. Howie, we see that you've been on the benefit for quite some time now. Ah, uh, yeah, I've got a chronic illness. And when do you expect to be able to return to work, Mr. Howie? It's tricky, uh, I can't cook anymore. Why not, Mr. Howie? Because of the chronic illness. And when will you get better, Mr. Howie? Well, never, that's why it's a chronic illness. Yes, but you've been on the benefit for quite some time now. Perhaps Kafka was on the doll. And when it's over, we both sit there smiling, thinking that we've outwitted the other, and I walk out of there feeling like a fucking millionaire, or at least a poor person with a $40 food grant. <laughs>